This is Steve Yegi on Amazon's bias for action and why it's so important compared to Google. A company is like a body. It's not like a person, like a human being. It's like a thing. It's an entity that has its own agenda and its own goals and its own control of resources and its own value system. And uh, the individual members of the company kind of don't matter as long as they're doing their job. Uh, and the company cares about them, right? The way you care about your heart and your lungs. But uh, if you had a chance to replace them with a better heart and lungs, you would. And that's the way companies operate too. A company, you know, sort of maintains its own health uh, uh, or asks for government handouts. Those are the sort of two options. And, um, and so to understand, you know, and the, the original people who started the company, sure, when it's small and it's just a small group of people, it's just a group of people. But when it grows to a certain size, everybody becomes replaceable, okay? And this is important to understanding why Amazon is so dominant across the, 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 the board, okay, in everything that they do. It's, it's really crazy. So, so what happens is um, groups can get diseases. And sometimes we call it dysfunction, but it's, it's really a disease. It's an ailment, right? Uh, you know, to give you a really simple example, you might have one family member who's uh, a real problem somebody who's in and out of jail and always, you know, uh, getting in trouble, you know, with the law or always stirring up trouble at family gatherings or just generally a problem, right? You can have those in companies too, right? Maybe not getting in and out of jail. They won't last long at the company, most likely, unless they're the CEO. But uh, you have people that are creating problems, okay? Uh, and uh, so that's not really a disease so much as like a wound, you know, like a a pulled muscle, you know, or a, a sore that's having trouble healing. But it's still uh, a problem, an illness, an ailment with the company because it's preventing other people from getting stuff done. If you have a whole bunch of those all over your body, then it's a disease. If you have a whole bunch of people in your company who are holding on to uh, keeping other people from being productive, in any way, there's lots of different ways they can do this, then your company is diseased. A great example of this is Microsoft, and we'll go into great detail about this uh, down the road in another, another episode. Um, uh, it's a really common pattern. Uh, there, are, there, are, there are companies have a whole host of diseases that they can get, and they're common. Like many companies will have the same disease. And the diseases could potentially, there, there's a taxonomy. You could name them and you could, uh, uh, you know, learn how to diagnose them and learn what the symptoms are and learn how to treat them and learn which ones are fatal. I mean, like, nobody's done this. You know, I, I'm going to start talking about them in my show. You can call me Dr. Steve. Uh, you, you know, it's really kind of advanced to the state of maybe veteran, you know, horse medicine at this point. <laughs> Look at a company and just like shoot it. But, um, you know, the, the reality is that uh, companies, you know, they get their own diseases just like populations get diseases. They can get real diseases or they can get diseases like being anti-vax. Now, I'm not blaming anti-vaxxers. If you're anti-vax, uh, you know, don't angrily turn off my show. You know, I'm not blaming you for being anti-vax. It's a, really a failure of the education system and of uh, science uh, marketing and of the government and a bunch of other reasons uh, that, that because it's a very real phenomenon. I mean, I, there, you know, some 30, 40% of the entire world's population maybe is, is firmly anti-vax. Uh, but it is a disease in, in aggregate because it's killing people.
I mean, that's kind of the definition of a disease. And so, you know, how does this happen? I mean, diseases can be diseases of the mind, in a sense. And companies, they do not have the will to cure their diseases. I mean, if, you, if you're like, you're talking about the old West and, you know, you, you, you get, you know, an arrow to your, to your knee and you have, uh, you know, uh, an infection and, you know, you're looking at it and it starts to gangrene and the doc, you know, the doc you know, who's your buddy who, you know, drinks, you know, as much whiskey as you says, man, we're going to have to take that off. Okay. And so, saw, you know, sawing your leg off to, to save the body, to save your life, it happens today still, right? It's very painful and traumatic. And breaking up a company can be very painful and traumatic uh, or rooting out a systemic illness from a company because companies are made of people. And even if companies don't really matter, people do, you know. And, uh, and, and there's also a lot of like legal obstacles to companies just snuffing things out. We do have at-will employment, which means they can fire you anytime they want, uh, at least in the United States. And that is absolutely huge for productivity. I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to justify it. Uh, in, you know, in Europe, they protect people's rights, workers' rights, more than they do in the United States or in Asia. Uh, but in the U.S. and Asia, which are far more productive than Europe in the tech sector, uh, you can fire people at will. And it's that constant threat of being fired that keeps people sort of behaving, keeps the, 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 the lungs and the circulatory system and everything like working uh, because people know that they're being held accountable, right, for being, you know, for not, not diseased. Uh, but diseases do happen. And, you know, Amazon, I'm, I'm going to just say it right now, the number one reason that Amazon executes so well is that they are merciless about rooting out disease as soon as they find it. And I told you, I'm going to talk about a lot of different specific diseases that I've seen in action at corporations or even been a part of, okay? It's a learning experience for all of us. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk at great length about them. But basically, there's situations where groups of people within the company can hold the company hostage. It happens all the time. A specific group of people becomes large enough to become sort of like a, a political lobby or a labor union or, you know, some sort of, you know, an, a sub-entity within the company that has its own agenda and it's starting to fight the host, Right. And, uh, and it, it's just to give you an example so that I don't, I'm not, you know, you're not guessing. Being territorial is a huge disease uh, in companies, a very common one. Being turfy, that's mine. You can't work on that. I'm not working on it and you can't work on it either. So the company's trying to get as much done as humanly possible, like literally as humanly possible. And there are humans that are holding them back from getting stuff done that the company wants to get done happens again and again and again. It happens at all companies except for Amazon, okay, where Amazon has a core value called bias for action. And what it really means is greasy spots on chairs, okay? There was a uh, team that I uh, witnessed. I had to work with them. I had the sad misfortune of working with this small team of uh, self, uh, self-proclaimed gatekeepers of the website. Uh, at Amazon in like 1998 and 1999, mostly 99. It was a group of people who uh, decided that in order to protect the website, to keep the website from, uh, you know, pushing out some some garbage, you know, that's broken, that hasn't been adequately tested, that hasn't been adequately vetted, 
that hasn't met whatever criteria they felt like coming up with, okay? That they weren't going to allow it to launch. So they actually, it, it turned out they had some keys, okay? They had the keys to actually flip the switch to uh, to move a, a build and, and a new set of features onto the to the live website production servers. They were they were the gatekeepers right there of the launched production. And if they didn't if they didn't uh, turn turn their key and and allow the thing to happen, you couldn't launch. You didn't have that ability. And uh, uh, this got like gradually more and more annoying because gatekeepers will just sort of like uh, root themselves in and settle down and dig in like 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 funnel web spiders and then they'll just come by and just eat random people uh, and and stuff won't get done and and what happened was Jeff Bezos it finally got to where projects weren't launching and Jeff Bezos was like so why didn't this launch on time. And they're like, well, you know, issues with the, the release train, blah, 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 what release train? Well, you know, there's a group, what group, right? And then the next day, instead of the group that was the gatekeepers, their chairs just had greasy spots where a bolt of lightning had destroyed them utterly in a biblical, just, just whoa, where's Bob and Sally? My, my God, what happened? And then there was a party because everybody hated them because they were gatekeepers, because they were slowing everybody down. And Amazon didn't care, actually, it turns out, if they launched garbage to the website, because they could just make people mad, and then they'd call customer service, and they'd get a gift certificate, and they'd get a big apology, and they'd get free stuff, and they'd go, oh, I love Amazon, even though they shipped me the wrong thing, and like I'm a Catholic, and they sent me pornography, and et cetera, et cetera. Every bad thing that could ever happen has happened at Amazon. I was in customer service for a couple of years uh, with their tools. <laughs> and I tell you, uh, Amazon uh, does not tolerate being slowed down. It's a disease, all right? Uh, what does that mean? That means they have the willpower to, uh, to root it out, which means, you know, have a stern talk with the people, you know, who are responsible. Uh, and if they say, no, which they often do, they say, no, you can't. This is mine, and I'm keeping the company safe. It's always in the guise of safety, security, whatever, right? It's, it's a, you know, um, uh, one of the diseases that we have is that the so-called DevOps team, and we'll talk a whole episode about this, you know, the group that holds the keys to launching uh, decides that they're going to they're gonna be an obstacle. And most companies tolerate it. They're like, oh, you know, you're just going to have to negotiate with them. Well, I don't really have the authority to blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, in, 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 in Amazon, it looks like Florida during lightning season. Just bzz, bzz, bzz. Whole teams will just disappear because they didn't, they, they screwed around. They didn't launch. Uh, Amazon has a system uh, of what you might call ambassadors or diplomats. Okay, They're called technical program managers. At Amazon, TPMs, uh, but what they really are is they're ambassadors and diplomats, because the the companies get so big that they become like countries, and there's these different, you know, very powerful warlords in charge of the different, um, you know, like Google has, you know, Gmail, and you know, they're, they're, you can't mess with us. We got how many, you know, gazillion customers, and you know, and then there's you know YouTube, and you can't mess with them, and and so it's really amazing actually that Google manages to get everything anything done, uh, given that they're so you know balkanized. Uh, and, and, you know, Amazon's the same way, except Amazon does get stuff done. 
And, and the reason is that the local warlords have to deal with these ambassadors that they're not allowed to shoot called technical program managers who come in and basically the technical program manager is an engineer who also knows how to speak warlord and they come in and they say, we need to get XYZ launched. And the conversation always goes like this. The manager goes, ha, 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 no. And the TPM says, or you'll be fired. And the manager goes, ha, 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 how can I help, right? That's how the conversation goes at Amazon. How the conversation goes at uh, you know Google and Microsoft and everywhere else is they go, ha, 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 no. And that's actually the end of the conversation. There's going to be a lot of follow-up conversations and a lot of begging and whining and angry escalating and fist pounding and gnashing of teeth and pulling of hair and name calling. And boy, I've been through all of that. Uh, and the answer is still no. That company has a disease. And the disease is bias for inaction. The opposite of Amazon's bias for action. They have a bias for inaction. And I, and I tell you, inaction doesn't get a company very far. So that was the clip. I didn't stay long enough in Amazon to see this actually happen. I think the TPMs that I worked with were very effective, though. And uh, maybe they did some work behind the scenes that I wasn't aware of, but they definitely pushed my boundaries in terms of what I thought PMs in general could be capable of, especially in a large company. So kudos to that. And I think this is a really wonderful observation. Uh, I have been in situations where there is a bias for inaction, where the people, everyone wants to have a say in something and everyone wants to have a veto because if they're not heard, then they'll kick up a big fuss. So you can get into a situation where one person is trying to get something through, trying to make something happen, and 10 people who are not doing the thing just say no. They have some edits, they have some comments, their, their opinion is not heard in some way, and nothing gets done. So I've been in situations like that. Uh, it's never fun. And eventually what that's going to do if you let it happen in your company is you're going to drive away the prime movers of your company. And I see it happen and happen again. So keep a lookout.